0: Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Liberal And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal I am Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Liberal Today is Monday, November the 19th. Monday. Of course, within the Libro Cube means that it is Movie Monday. Ooh, baby, boy, howdy, etc. Today's sponsor is Vamp Stamp Neck Tattoos. Once again, that is Vamp Stamp Neck Tattoos um, Incorporated. Let's go. Are you looking to get your neck tattooed? Are you looking to um, have trouble getting a job in the real world? Well, come on in and see us, because we specialize in neck tattoos, otherwise known as Vamp Stamps. All right, let's jump right in. Thank you to our sponsor, as usual. Uh, Let's jump right in by saying it is a Movie Monday, and the possibility of spoilers on a movie Monday is usually pretty large. So look out. That is your your one and only warning. If you listen to, uh, I believe it was Friday's episode. Um, I really like that one. I think it came out well. It's probably my favorite one so far. Um, maybe the Mrs. ones are better. But uh, I mentioned that this previous weekend, I actually had plans, so I would probably watch less movies, and that was the case. We only got four, so what I'm going to do is uh, rush, 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 and get all four of them in on my drive to work. That is my plan, that is what will be done. So shall it be done, as they say in the Bible. The first movie I watched was called Accepted. Starring, uh, Jonah Hill, actually starring Justin Long, uh, co starring, uh, Jonah Hill, and, um, also another funny comedian, uh, Lewis Black. F- Lewis Black, stand up comedian, may know, uh, many appearances on The Daily Show, uh, sort of that hyper, hyperkinetic kinetic comedian dude, uh, very funny. I will say he's very funny. I like his stand up. And uh, that is a good, a gooder, that is a gooder than normal compliment because he does uh, a lot of political humor, which I uh, really don't care for very much. So he does political humor, and yet I still find him funny. So, geez, imagine if he did uh, non political humor. Ooh, wow. The movie accepted. Is about how uh, Justin Long's character, which I don't know his name, but is not really that important, is sort of your uh, slacker, definitely Ferris Bueller type. Oh, you know what? (laughs) That's funny. As watching it, I did not put that together, but as soon as I started talking about it, definitely you uh, reminiscent of a lot of Ferris Bueller type vibe coming off this guy. Uh, because of his slacking, he's very, I guess you could say, slackadaisical. Huh. Let's, uh, you know what? That's a new word. Just made it up. Slackadaisical. Let's try to get that going. Maybe I should have called this the slackadaisical liberal cubicalist. No, no. You, I like the LL, like Lex Luthor. Lana Lang, Lois Lane, etc. Uh, he, because of his slackadaisical attitude, is not accepted to any colleges. Oh, no. He, rather than sort of tell his parents and face the punishment, decides to, uh, basically create a fake website in which, uh, and uh, like a fake acceptance letter and um when the parents want to drop him off this is where see the first two things creating a website and a fake acceptance letter yeah yeah okay I could see that sure that's not too much too much work but then uh when the parents want to drop him off at this fake fake college he rents out a building uh, a building that was at one point a sanitarium and sort of fixes it up, at least on the surface, to look like a real college. Yes, that is where the premise is at. Is that likely in real life? Probably not. But made for some fun, funny, funnest scenes. Uh, it was Jonah Hill, again, don't know his character's name, doesn't matter, uh, who set up the website and um, I guess sort of accidentally had it set up so that uh, as long as you did apply online, you were automatically accepted. Oh, hence the title. Look at that. So, (laughs) all these sort of, uh, I guess you would say, like kind of misfit kids signed up and were automatically accepted. So, you got, of course, your sort of uh, ragtag team of uh, students who could not get into any other college attending this one. So basically, the movie consisted of uh, the, uh, a bunch of misfit kids, weirdos, nerds, um, skanky girls, uh, uh-huh, and uh, stoners, what have you, uh, kind of attending this college, and because there are no teachers something that it sort of developed into is that the students would teach themselves. Oh, teach themselves all about life. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty uh, interesting, I suppose. Of course, with uh, Justin Long, there's that sort of side love story. Got to tack that on, right? Uh, Jonah Hill is, actually was accepted to a local college, um, who ends up sort of being the rivals of this college. So there you have your sort of, uh, Animal House vibe of one Animal House, Revenge of the Nerds vibe of, well, in those movies, it was, it was sororities versus each other. Here it is colleges versus each other, but very, very similar. The, uh, the bad guys, from the rival sort of, uh, yuppie college, I guess you would say, uh, very, very reminiscent of, uh, Niedemeyer. Oh, I can't believe I remembered his name. Niedemeyer from, uh, Animal House. It's funny, uh, actually listening to, what's going on here? Listening to the, uh, I know I mentioned it on the show that uh, Chris Hardwick did a podcast with Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon was in the movie Animal House, and he was one of the the sort of bastard, yuppie fraternity guys who was against the Animal House. And he said that the, uh, I can't remember his name, the creator of the film sort of kept both groups separate. So, um, like, Kevin Bacon and the guy who played uh, Niedermeyer, is that his name? I think so. Um they were basically not allowed to fraternize with the members of Animal House to sort of develop a a real-life animosity between the two groups, which, that's a way to go, I guess. If you have two groups in a movie that are supposed to hate each other, why not have them hate each other in real life? Interesting. Anyways, uh, accepted, um just talking about it now, and comparing it to all these other movies, it sort of takes bits and pieces, I guess it seems, from all these really good movies, and mashes them together. Mashes them together okay, <laughs> I guess. I'm gonna give it a, uh, three out of five. It's just sort of, uh, good. It's good. I liked it. I had some laughs. One of the, uh, I don't know if I'd say slutty girls, but uh, she paid for her tuition with uh, sweaty dollar bills, if that tells you anything. Uh, she was very attractive. I forget what her name was. Anyways, uh, so she brings up the mark a little bit to three. And uh, there you go. We'll move on to her next, because uh, we got to speed up. I forgot. We're doing, a, we're doing a short episode. Next movie is called Dark Days. It is a documentary. I usually seem to get at least one documentary in a week. This one is about the homeless in New York who live in the subway tunnels. Uh, and I don't think it was exactly the subway tunnels. It was almost sort of underneath the subway tunnels. I'm going to say right off the bat with this movie that uh, I was a little disappointed. Hmm. I think i have heard of it before, and I think it's won a bunch of awards, but, um, I'll just throw out my rating right off the bat. Why not? Two out of five. Yeah, didn't, uh, didn't much care for it. It was all in, uh, now this is not why I'm giving it this rating, it was all in black and white, which to me doesn't really matter so much, and the subject is very interesting, I think, how, uh, it's always something that has interested me, I the thought of, uh, what homeless do in their day-to-day lives, it's, you know, you don't know, right? So that makes it interesting. But it turned out to be kind of boring. It's just a lot of it, a lot of the scenes were just sort of people sitting around talking and not necessarily talking about their lives as homeless people. Just talking about normal, everyday shit. So I guess from the standpoint of being realistic and The fact that homeless people are probably not sitting around talking about being homeless all day. I guess it's realistic, yeah. Uh, It would have been nice maybe to see a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action down there, because they were sort of in the, not in the sewers, it it was, that part was interesting, where they were. It was, well, the very first scene was kind of how one of these uh, homeless guys got there. And he sort of crawled uh, into this hole in the ground, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, they, they—it was a, it was a very large area that this all took place underground, like a, almost like a train station underground that was abandoned. It kind of had that feel. It was just huge. They all had sort of uh, shanties, I guess you would call them, set up. Some of them. Uh, one of the guys said at one point they even had running water, but that was cut off by the city. Somehow they had electricity, I think, because uh, another scene, a guy was using a uh, electric shaver to trim his beard. That part was uh, actually funny because this guy um, had in his hand this probably three foot long jagged piece of mirror. Like, it was friggin' huge, and he, he was holding that in one hand while shaving with the other, so that was, uh, that was funny. Like, could you not break it maybe a little further? This thing was huge. If he had to drop it, it would cut his leg off. So it was kind of slow and didn't really, I like, suppose it delved into their day-to-day lives, but didn't seem to focus on that, and it was just kind of, meh. So... I think this is our gonna be our first two rating. We've given a one, we've given a two, I know we've got uh given lots of threes, fours, probably, yeah, and a couple of fives. So there you go. Now I think as of today, this movie Monday today, we've given all of the available ratings. Congratulations. Okay, the second to last movie is called Transfer. It was um I didn't realize when I started it, but it was in German, (laughs) Uh, so it was subtitled, which I don't mind. The only downside for me with a subtitled movie is that I can't play video games and watch the movie at the same time, which I can do much more easily with other movies. So, uh, on the bright side of that, I think I really probably inevitably focus more on a subtitled movie uh, this was a very good movie um it's about, it was a science fiction it was about this old German couple who decided to go through with this sort of new procedure in which you could have your memories transferred to a younger body mm, very interesting something that has been covered in science fiction before um I'm sure. But I don't ever remember seeing a whole movie sort of devoted to that subject. Now, something they did that was very interesting was that in the middle of the night, for four hours, the original owners of the bodies uh, would come forth and would be alive, I guess you would say. So that was an interesting little twist. The, uh, the old German couple, uh, White, German couple chose the bodies of two African people. It was, I guess you would say, alleged that uh, when the people volunteer, so when the two black people in this case volunteer to have this procedure done to them, they are given uh, a million dollars to give to their family. So that was kind of why people on the other end would volunteer. It turned out to feel sort of like a form of slavery and that's kind of what the the undertone was to the uh to the whole movie it was very good very well written very emotional uh i'm gonna go five out of five yeah yeah definitely five out of five highly enjoyed it okay we're getting near work so let's move on to our last movie it is called let's go to prison See, you can you could say that title several different ways, and it could mean uh, several different things. So we'll we'll start off with that one. Yes, let's go to prison. Sort of a sort of a lighthearted romp, uh, and then you can go. Let's go to prison, which is a little more uh, scary. This particular movie falls more into the lighthearted romp category. It starred Dax Shepard. Uh, and Will Arnett. Will Arnett, huge fan of. Dak Shepard, he was good in this, yeah. Will Arnett, uh, you may know from... ah oh, shit. Uh, Arrested Development, where he plays uh, Gob. Is it Gob? I think it is, yeah. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but uh, it is recently back on the air. Uh, I haven't watched any of the new episodes yet. i got to find those, actually. Mental Note. Write this down as you are editing this, Jordan. Note to yourself. Uh, and also, uh, David Keckner who always gets a good uh, laugh out of me, he played one of the guards at the prison. The story is that Dax Shepard's character's life was basically continuously ruined by Will Arnett's father, who was a judge. Who was a judge who, uh, I think it was four or five times, sentenced to Dax to various prison terms so uh, what he decided to do uh, after the judge had died and he didn't have a chance to get his revenge was set up Will Arnett's character to uh, get him to go to prison and then join him there and make his life a living hell which he did, at least for a part of the movie very very good movie but uh, we're at work so talking about it any further is problematic, <laughs> because I have to work. So, we'll cut her off there. Hope you enjoyed this first short episode. Probably be, just so you know, next weekend another short one, because I have plans again. It's nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us you can do so via the email address maywood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory.